What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome into CHGO Bulls Post Game, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Be sure to use promo code CHGO when you sign up. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. My guys, Big Dave, bow. bow. B-A-W-L Sports in your face. That is a Will, new sound, but I have not heard yet. <laughs> the GOAT Gottlieb, Will underscore Gottlieb, our pal and producer Joey Spathis, rocking the controls. Chatty Follow Spidey. that man at Joey Spathis, a.k.a. Joey 1K. We are CHGO underscore Bulls. Bulls fall in Memphis to the Grizzlies. 104 to 89 is the final. Bulls attempt to finally get that elusive four-game winning streak. The first time this season falls flat. Yeah. They fall back to 26 and 28. Yeah. Their attempt to get back to 500 for the first time since early November yeah. falls flat. In the final game the Bulls will play before the NBA trade deadline comes to pass uh-huh. Thursday afternoon. Gentlemen, I'm feeling a lot of emotions. Okay. I'm sure our fellow Bulls fans in the comments are feeling a lot of emotions. This is a safe space. Get them out. We'll get to as many of your comments as we can tonight. Here's, here's basically where I'm at, and then I'll, I'll let you all chime in. I'm okay with this loss mm-hmm. because it forces AK and Eversley to face reality. If they win this game tonight and get back to 500, maybe they have an easier time convincing themselves, if not this fan base, we're good. Let's fight through it. Let's ride this out. Let's see if we can climb up to maybe even a top six seed and get our way back to the playoffs like we did last year. This loss, and yes, you're without DeMar, but even so, reminded them all of the flaws of this roster, how glaring they are, and how badly it needs fixing. The Bulls were a turnover-prone team tonight, like they have been throughout much of this season, because they don't have a trusty, regular, go-to ball handler slash point guard. Mm -hmm. Your most reliable ball handler, DeMar DeRozan, sat out tonight, and you saw the effects. You had eight turnovers in the fourth quarter. Finished the game with 18. It's a lot. A lot of those turnovers, they shrank that turnover number in the second and third quarters. Fourth quarter rolls around, and it's a turnover fest again. You shot 20% mm-hmm. from behind the three-point line. Mm-hmm. Problem all season long. There that is, staring AK and Eversley in the face 48 hours from trade deadline. They have to look at tonight's loss. Yes, it's just one game and a sample size, but it's a microcosm of the problems we've seen with this team all season long. You cannot be satisfied with continuity coming into Thursday's trade deadline after watching what happened in Memphis tonight. And in that sense, I am okay with the loss because you're not putting lipstick on a pig tonight. That pig is a freaking pig. Pig's a freaking pig, and he wants to eat it. Um, um. I don't really I don't necessarily agree with okay. that. I think well one, I think that was the biggest point, I think, was the fact that DeMar DeRosa was out. So if they were looking at it and DeMar was there and this happened, I think I could agree more with what you're saying. But the fact that your best player wasn't out there and the fact that your team fought and had a lead going into the fourth quarter against the second best team probably in the NBA. It says more to stand pat, in, in my opinion, to them than it does to make a move to do something. When you don't have the guy that you depend on, you can point directly to that. You know what I mean? Like you can say, that's the problem, that's the issue, he's not there. Whether it's real or not, you can point to it and say, that's the issue, that's the problem. If he's not there and you're still performing at a level where you actually can win a basketball game against a team this good, I think you go back and you look at that and you say, you know what, I'm not happy we lost, but, I mean, we got out there and we fought and we did something tonight. I do agree with you as far as the problems actually, you know, definitely were on full display. The ball handling, as you mentioned, the three-point shooting is always on display uh, for this team. And Zach carrying a team, you know what I mean? He really – I wish I had a better word than let them down because that's not what I want to say. But he wasn't there for them when they needed him at that free throw line. He, he was not And good. it wasn't just the missed free throws, which, by the way, 10 of 17, woof. That's tough, Love man. 17 free throw attempts from Zach. Yeah. You almost never see ever. that number on Zach Levine free throw attempts. That, and you clearly assume that Zach was like, okay, no DeMar tonight. I yeah. got to bring more. Yeah. I got to be aggressive. And he did 
show that aggression and did competently get to the free throw line. You just got to make your damn free throw, Zach. Yeah. The other part of it was fourth quarter, Zach tried to force it. Yes. Oh, my God. And yes. we all know what happens when Zach tries to do too much. Yeah. Nothing good comes from him trying to do too much. And it's wild because since we've been watching him so long, we knew it was coming. You knew it was happening. You know what I'm saying? You were like, oh, they, there's a turnover. He made a bad play. I guarantee you what's about to happen. As soon as that next play come down, I'm shooting it. I don't care who's around me. I don't care what's going on. This ball is going up. I don't care if it's a good shot. I don't care if it's a bad shot. This shot is going to happen. Um, I didn't like his effort either. Uh, I didn't think he put in, like, a strong effort. I'm not expecting him to go diving for loose balls all the time and things like that. But I thought it could have been better. You know, I thought his effort kind of could have been a little bit better. Even when Jaron Jackson Jr. was on him and he caused that turnover, you know, in that fourth quarter, I didn't, I didn't like his effort on that. I thought it was a little – like, once he got it back in his hands, he still was a little uh, – you know, and then that's why I got slapped away again. And went out of bounds. And he's talking to the ref. And I'm like, no, nah, bro, that's you. You got to handle that. You got to do better with that, man. I thought he should could have done better tonight and had an opportunity to do better tonight. You know what I mean? To showcase. You want to talk about showcasing stuff tonight. He had that opportunity to do it tonight, to showcase some things and say, no, nah, man, I, I am that good. I am that guy. And he couldn't get it done. I can't even recall the last time I've seen him go to the line 17 times. I can't even tell you the last like time I seen it. It may have been a career high Seriously. or damn near close to it. I'm going to definitely go look and find out. But my God, man, like, he, he wasn't on point. But, yeah, bottom line, what I'm not mad at the loss. I'm really not, man. I do like the way they played and fought because I thought it was over in the third quarter. I thought the run was coming in the third. And the fact that the Bulls actually took the lead and gave me some excitement, and I was actually like, yo, this is awesome. They look like they're fighting out here. I like that aspect of it. In the fourth quarter, it took over because the Grizzlies are better than you. Like, that's what that is. But overall, I'm not mad at the loss. And, yeah, I'm not mad at the loss. Uh, first of all, it was a career high in free throw attempts okay. for Zach. Thank he you, Will. set his career high earlier this year Will go got with 15, but obviously broke that with 17. I think I agree with most of what you said, Matt, which is – if what we're hearing from Billy Donovan last night, speaking for Arturis, mm -hmm. is true, in that they're going to take a bigger picture look at the team dating back to last All-Star break, mm -hmm. this game is emblematic of every single problem that they've had. Okay. With or without Tamar, you can't shoot. Mm -hmm. You can't play make. You can't make good decisions at clutch time. You can't beat good teams. You can't carry and hold a lead. When you do have some stuff go your way, you immediately go away from it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can't shoot threes. I mean, it was literally every single problem we've talked about for as long as we've been doing this. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that one game should or will sway your opinion one way or the other sure. about what to do with the trade deadline, about what they need to do, you know, team building wise long term. But this is who they are. Mm -hmm. This game tells me who they are. But so do the last, you know, 50-whatever. Sure, sure. And so it doesn't really change my mind. Obviously, it leaves a taste in your mouth going into the trade deadline. They don't have any more games until Thursday night when they mm -hmm. play the Brooklyn Cam Thomases. Mm-hmm. 43 tonight. Uh, this is who they are. Mm -hmm. And that, that is a team that can't handle young and athletic teams, that can't beat good teams, and that is below 500. I mean, th that's who they are. That's yeah, what we saw. Uh, Connor in the comments saying the collective basketball IQ on this team just isn't high enough for them to be competitive in any meaningful way. And I, I mean, we were kind of talking about it like when the Bulls stopped getting their offense run through Vooch mm -hmm. in that fourth quarter, shit went bad. <laughs> and it's not a coincidence because honestly, for all the hate that Vooch gets, and I took a, a little mini stand on Twitter earlier today. I'm not sure if you guys saw it. I didn't. What happened? Just about AK and the trades that have been made, including the Vooch trade. And I'm not saying the Vooch trade was some great home run swing. Okay. And there are clearly some parts of the Vooch trade that are going to be problematic for the Bulls presently and moving forward. Okay. But not nearly as bad as I think most of this fan base cracks it up to be. Vooch is the highest IQ player on this team right now. Y'all understand second, that? He's the second best player on this team. Y'all right understand that? You need to understand that. Because the head-scratching stuff that we see from Zach Levine when he's trying to play hero ball late in a close game like that, yeah. and it goes sideways. It, and, and again, and I saw somebody else in the comments asking this earlier, is it Billy's fault 
for going away from what works or is Billy telling the guys to keep doing what works and it's them not executing it? Yeah. Because they, after a putrid first quarter, rebounded in this game, fought back from a 15-point deficit, and as you yeah. said, Big Dave, even took a lead that they built up to five or six points late in the third quarter. Yeah. And then after a couple of rough minutes to start the fourth in that lineup with no Vooch and no Zach, that was like, oh, dear God, who's scoring <laughs> in this lineup? You had Io, Kobe... Dragic, Derek Jones Jr., and Drummond. And you're like, this can't last for more than 90 seconds. Yeah. It did not. But even once you got Vooch back in there, you felt like it was too late because then Zach also checks back in and is like, crap, we lost the lead. Yes. I got to go be hero, Zach. Yes. And you're like, no, dude. I don't. Just run the offense. Yes. Yes. God. And I think that is... There's a point that Billy Donovan has made a few times, which is like, if you're a big man, you rely on other guys to get you the ball. You don't generate and initiate the offense in the same way. And I think that's absolutely right. I mean, Zach had one assist tonight. Three turnovers, one assist. On a night where DeMar's not there. She had six. Where DeMar's not there and where you're supposed to be the one that's generating the offense. Yeah. We saw that the best version of this team is when it runs through Booch. Again, six. <laughs> Again, that's, that's what you're going to see all the time six. when it comes to Vooch, man, to run your offense through that. I think that's, the, that's a good question, though. Like, is it a disconnect between the players or is it a disconnect between the coach? As far as who's I can't who imagine that play? Billy Donovan during a timeout early in the fourth quarter of a game that's getting away from them a little bit is saying, Zach, go out there, dribble a bunch, and take some bad shots. Yeah, I'm sure he's not saying that. I don't that. think that's the advice that Billy's given his team. Yeah, I don't think he's saying that <laughs> aspect of it, but he could be saying, Zach, I'd like you to get more involved in this. He could be saying that. We, I'd, I'd like to know that. Honestly, I would. And even if the case is the players aren't running the play, I'm going to need that timeout right there and a quick check-in of whoever the hell is on the floor. Like, do you hear what I'm trying to tell y'all to run out here? And if you don't want to run what I'm running out here, I'm going to get somebody else in here to run what the hell I need them to run. That's, that, that's why I'm asking, where is that disconnect at then? If Billy is just saying, well, all right, fine. Let them keep doing what their own thing. You know what I mean? Because that means if it's, that's the case, that means it's blame to go all around. That means they're screwing up, and then Billy's allowing it, and that's screwing it up as well. That's all around blame. But I feel like more so it's the players just not running it. You know what I'm saying? More so than Billy not doing it. But – I would like to know if he's getting in that ass. You know, I like it when you're betwixt the crack. You know, I enjoy that. And I'd like to know how deep into the crack he is getting with some of these players. Good Lord. Um, (laughs) Yeah, come on through after that one. Come on through. (laughs) I mean, there's no way. We we know what they can do. We saw them play really well in the third quarter. Yes. What did they – it was like 36 to 23 or something in the third quarter. Yeah. Yeah. They can do it. Billy is not saying, all right, look, we've been kicking their ass this quarter, playing through Vooch. Let's let's go away from that and let that's not what's happening. It's I think it's the players' decisions. And uh, I to to the, to the point that I was trying to make earlier, it's not just like Vooch, go get the ball and do it. Like they mm-hmm. need to set Vooch up. And yes. you see sometimes where they're running actions to get him good post position where he can make the play, or they're running pick and roll where he can make the play, but he, he relies on the guards to do that. And this is a problem we've seen with Chicago Bulls point guards since Derrick Rose tore his ACL. Mm. They just haven't really had that guy. And you can have guys that make the right play, but it can't just be one guy on the court doing yeah, it at all correct. times. And if the rest, the three or four that those guys are playing with aren't doing it, then it's going to make life hard and it's going to kind of erase all the good things that you're trying to do. Correct, correct. Well, I, honestly, if you're not Was listening... I betwixt? You were there. I need. I just wanted you to go all the way into that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, if if guys are out there not running exactly what I'm telling them to do, then I'm going to need a checking. That's what I'm saying. Like, if that's what the case is, then I'm going to need a checking, bro. Like, hey, man, look, you're not doing what I'm telling you to do, and I'm, and this is trying to get us to win. You don't want to listen. I'm gonna need a checking. That's all I'm saying. That's that's where I want that to come in right there. That's that's why I feel that might be a disconnect because to continue to let them run and keep doing that shit is an issue for me. Mark K, our guy in the comments, saying this all comes back to roster construction. It always has been the issue and remains so. You can't out-coach that, that being a roster construction issue. And, look, you know, I I touched on the three-point shooting 
in my opening rant. <laughs> Seven of 35 tonight. Yeah, typical, that's typical night for the Bulls. Yes, you know? that's horrible. So, Patrick Williams, Alex Caruso, your two role player starters, 0 of 6. Yeah. Your guys off the bench, Derek Jones Jr., Goran Dragic, and Kobe White, 1 of 11 mm. behind the three point line. 1 of 17 between five of your primary rotation guys. And look, you know, we were talking after their win last night about, hey, it was a decent night. The Bulls made some threes. Good for them. Mm-hmm. They have been the lowest volume three-point shooting team in the, C- in the NBA all season long. This is true. Have not moved from that spot yeah. when they clutched it ferociously mm-hmm. week one of the regular season. Mm-hmm. 30th. 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 What day is it? What week is it? What month is it? 30th. <laughs> You cannot win in the NBA today being the 30th okay. team in the league in three-point shooting. So take the loss and freaking fix it. That man needs a hat, Joey. <laughs> yeah, but you know, come on, dog. You know. <laughs> you know what he needs. God damn. You know what he needs. You know what he needs. You know what that man needs, See, man. Again, but like, I'm mad right now, but I am okay because... If we are sitting here Thursday afternoon, less than 48 hours from now, Uh talking about a Bulls team that stood pat, Uh made no changes at this deadline, this loss in this fashion will vindicate me and make me feel okay about being an ass when I ream them out for not changing anything. Because they have no freaking excuse to not change anything with this, as Mark pointed out, broken AF roster. No, I agree with that. Well, I think the other thing is you mentioned the three-point shooting and where they stand. Mm-hmm. The idea of this team that they've constructed, and obviously it's not going to be the same without Tamar in there. Sure. But the idea is to compensate the lack of three-point shooting with really efficient and high-volume free-throw attempts and efficiency, right? 18 for 27 tonight, 66.7%. The idea is to generate uh to to not have a bunch of turnovers and to make good decisions with the basketball 18 turnovers Mm -hmm. so when you're missing those two things it's just going to be very difficult when you're missing your best player it's going to be very difficult difficult. yeah but again this this single game and we balance the idea of covering single games with bigger picture and we we kind of bounce around doing this every night yeah to me this game is not just this game this game is every game that we've seen Mm -hmm. and so I'm looking at it from that perspective because that's what you kind of need to do right now. And mm-hmm. I know that Arturis is not going to be looking at this game or, I mean, they're 15 and 10, I think, in their last 25. He's not going to be looking at that stretch and saying, mm-hmm. well, we're on to something because we can all watch each game and tell you what the problems are because they're the same problems we've been seeing every single game since Lonzo got hurt. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the problems that you've been talking about in the offseason. You know what I mean? We, the problems we thought that we'd see happen and we should continue to see happen. And, yeah, to not do anything about those problems, I completely agree with. Like, if Matt loses his damn mind, then I'm going to sit here and laugh at him and then just, you know, but he'll be right to, uh, to sit <laughs> there say, and do that. You say if? <laughs> oh, excuse me. I'm, I apologize. <laughs> that is on me. When Matt loses his damn mind, I will be laughing at him. But he will be correct and losing his mind. To stand back and not do anything about, you know what I'm saying, about somebody punch you in the face and, you know, you don't cover up. You know what I mean? You you don't duck or do anything about that. That's an issue. That's a problem, man. Like, why why continue to get punched in the face? Like, throw something back. Maybe duck and do something. But you see the issue with the team. You know what it is. You know the problem. And to not do anything to address it, to fix it, even though you said you want to be buyers. You know what I mean? Even though you said something like that. You're saying you want to go to playoffs, we want to be buyers at the deadline. Well, buyers have to buy. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Buyers have to actually go and buy something right there. So if you're not going to do that, then then that's just lip service after a while. So Mm. we'll see what happens between now and then if they actually do. But, yeah, he's right. 
and Will's right. Another game like this showing you how terrible you are at shooting threes, showing how you don't have that mm-hmm. ball handler, showing the low IQ, and showing uh, that fourth quarter collapse. It's something we've watched all season long. I don't, I don't know if your comment there was pointed at a specific person or persons, but What's the- what came to my mind is you, you know who buys things? Okay. Owners. Uh, it wasn't pointing at, at People them, who ahead. own things <laughs> buy things. See how that works? Yeah. Owners buy things. Oh, my God. For Thursday, he's going to be out of his mind. <laughs> he's going to be out of his mind. I'm not saying. I'm just, also, I'm just saying. I'm also, very much saying, owners. <laughs> Go ahead, Will. When it comes to the trade deadline, I am under the assumption that they're probably not going to make any moves. Uh-huh. And I, I think that's probably – I mean – I would prefer that they did. I think they have issues to address, but I've kind of come to terms with the the likelihood that they're not going to do that. But I think the argument to just continue on this path because your pick is gone. Like I understand if they're if they're going to be afraid to make any big changes. Just understanding that there is risk associated with that. Mm-hmm. But I do think the upcoming free agency and draft period is going to be very telling. And I think that's where yeah, true. you really have to start asking questions. Yeah. But, yeah, so all that to say, I'm not sure that – I'm not going to be up in arms if nothing happens at the deadline, but yeah. I do think <laughs> I do think the, uh, the free agency period is when you can start to seriously ask some questions. And, and I agree with you with the point that you made when we were talking about um, if they wanted to trade guys like Zach Levine. And things, and you were saying it's it's more feasible to do so in the off season for teams that are trying to make a splash, whether but not doing it at a trade deadline when that is just a playoff team kind of thing when you might not get more bang for your buck, mm-hmm. you know, with them, and that makes hundred percent sense because your options you have vast more options in that off season uh, if you're going to make that kind of move or make some kind of trade, not just Zach but anybody if you're going to make those kind of moves, a team looking to make a splash, you can definitely. You know what I'm saying? Uh, get with, you know what I'm saying, a little bit better than a team trying to make a playoffs because that's just more of a handful of guys, right? There's a handful of teams. And also, uh, you get an extra year of being able to trade draft picks out every okay. new league year. And so, during the free agency period, teams will be able to trade their, 2020, their 2030 pick and okay. not just their 2029. Okay. During the free agency and draft period, you're going to know where you are picking in the draft. It's not going to be, here's a potential lottery ball. So I do think that there's more certainty and security in making those trades during the offseason, and that's kind of part of the reason why I say it might not happen until this offseason. But if the Bulls want to continue on this this path that they're on, and it seems like they do, mm-hmm. they probably need to do something to supplement that. I'm not saying I have the answers. Right. I don't know what they should do, who they should give up, what they should move. Right. It seems like a risky proposition to move additional draft capital mm-hmm. or young players to double down on this group that you have. But if that's the direction they want to go, that's the direction they've got to go. They've they've sat out of last trade deadline. They've they sat did. out of free agency this past summer. They did. And you kind of expect that over that period of time, you've gathered enough data and evidence to say, this is who we are, this is what our weaknesses are, and we should probably address them in some way or another. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think, if th- that seems to me like it would be more of a fringe move. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't really necessarily see them making anything huge, but they, they have problems to solve and to not solve, to not attempt to solve anything, I think would be problematic. That, that part. We got to take our first break here on CSGO Bulls post game. Mm -hmm. When we come back, we'll continue breaking down tonight's loss and what it means for the trade deadline that lies ahead in just a couple short days. While we're sharing you these words from our friends and sponsors, do Mm. us a favor. Hit that thumbs up button Mm. if you're watching along on YouTube. It helps us out a lot. We greatly appreciate it. And, of course, make sure you are subscribed to the CSGO Sports YouTube channel. Big Dave, we've got a new sponsor starting this week. New sponsor right now, and this is the time, Matt, that we're going to slow it down. We're going to slow it down? Oh, yeah. Listen up, fellas. You know Valentine's Day is around the corner. And you know the daytime might be taken care of. You might have the dinner. You might have the gifts. You might have the chocolates. But what about the nighttime? 
because things go bump in the night and you want to be right and you want to be ready but not just ready you want to be roman ready oh because of strong sex life players can deepen your feelings of intimacy with your partner and lead to increased happiness oh that's real written roman addresses a variety of sexual health needs for all you guys out there Roman offers genuine medication that can help achieve and maintain a strong bio all up in there. Roman offers discreet wipes that helps you last one, two, three, four times longer in the boudoir. Four times, sir. You want to get that in. So if you want to get ready, and Roman ready. Be better ready for that Valentine's Day. Go to row.co slash C-H-G-O today and get yourself 20% off your entire first order. Not just half, your entire first order. Order by February 8th for guaranteed shipping in time for Valentine's Day. That's R-O.co slash C-H-G-O. Fellas, don't just be ready. Be Roman ready. Oh! Mm. Come on, give it up yeah. top. Up top. That was the top of the dome. Joe, Joe Hughes in the comments <laughs> said, Big Barry White Dave. Come on with it. <laughs> Come on. Never going to give you up. Yeah. I'm never, Scott, never oh, heck yeah. Stop. Let's take these pills, fellas. <laughs> it's them wipes, baby. Just um, wipe it on. Huh. Four times. <laughs> and then once you've had yourself a very satisfying <laughs> Valentine's Day broke wheel. and Valentine's <laughs> night, uh huh. you know what the next thing on your to-do list is? What's that? Getting in some fresh parlays. Yes. At DraftKings. Yes. Winning twice. Priority 1A. <laughs> Priority 1B. Winning twice. <laughs> Two times. Keep the partner happy. That's right. And satisfied. That's right. Keep your health. Mm-hmm. Keep yourself happy and satisfied. That's right. With a little extra money in your pocket. Yes. With DraftKings. <laughs> NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook. <laughs> official betting partner of the NBA, our official betting partner at CHGO. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay Every day, go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in, and place the same game parlay on any NBA game. And if it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back. Bonus bet back. Basically a zero risk. Mm -hmm. Same game parlay. Yeah. What's not to love about that? Free money. Free money. Free. Literally free money. money. Literally. Download that app. Do it right now. Right now. Sign up with promo code CHGO right now. Mm Mm-hmm. New customers, again, can bet just $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Mm. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the NBA. Yes. Tonight's DraftKings king of the game. Dude has been balling out recently. Out of control. We were just lamenting about how the Bulls stopped going to him and through him mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter of this game that was winnable that slipped away. Mm-hmm. It's Nikola Vucevic, the big man, put up 28, 17, and 6 tonight. Oh, also had three steals, by the way. Wow. 28 and 17, his 17th double-double in the last 19 games. Mm. That's good. (laughs) I don't know if anybody knows that. But you guys, don't you miss Wendell. (laughs) Don't you miss Wendell so bloody damn much. I miss Wendell so much I cry myself to sleep. Dude, I just read what you were saying. You called him in. I was dying over him. He was like, what is being at best? I'm like, yeah, nobody's going to be happy with that. They're not going to be happy with that. You know what that throw was for? All the Vooch haters out there. Oh, I've had enough more. of you damn uh-huh. Vooch haters who don't know what the F you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Show that man some respect mm. and shut up about Wendell Carter Jr. There don't matter. <laughs> don't matter. You know what does matter? Promo code CHGO at DraftKings Sportsbook. God. I asked ChatGPT Told you, Joey, uh, if it was a that. smart idea to take free money. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it said. Okay. As an AI language model, I do not have opinions. However, it is generally considered ethical to take free money 
if it is offered to you legally and does not cause harm to others. Mm. Before accepting, it may be a good idea to consider the source of the money and any potential consequence, consequences such as taxes or obligations. Mm. That's an true. ethical source of money right there, DraftKings. DraftKings. CHGO. CHGO. Promo code. <laughs> you got it from everybody on that one. That's awesome. <laughs> Mark, our guy Mark said that drumming last night is what happens when you use Roman. Drumming tonight is what happens when you don't use Roman. <laughs> Oh, thank you for making me laugh, Mark. I needed that. Goodness gracious. Uh, Joey, when you're done wrangling those ads, I believe we have some super chats yeah, we need to before get to. I this is not part of his job description. No, it is not. Let me say this Plus quickly, because I do want to give some love to Ayo Desumu, because I really did like how he played tonight. Amen. Uh, I, love, I love his aggression. Uh, trying to match, not match John Morant, but just doing the best he could basically right. out there to give the Bulls some kind of points. You know, a 14-4 and six assists, ladies and gentlemen. Six assists. Yes. Ever I'm since we talked see. about his assist numbers dipping this season, mm-hmm. they've been mm-hmm. slowly climbing back up. You're welcome. <laughs> Ever since I put the chart up, pow, pow. That's what you saw. Assist. Happening for my man Ayo, man. I'm very happy with with how he played tonight. It was aggressive, um, and I, I mean he got fouled numerous times. He did. I thought he, he got hurt, you know, because he got up holding his uh, back on, on one of those plays, man. But he was aggressive. He didn't care that Jared Jackson Jr. had those blocks uh, in the first quarter. I don't think he had another block the rest of the game, if I'm not mistaken. After those five he had in the first. Um, but yeah, Ayo just kept going at him, man. He kept being aggressive. He kept saying, look, you're just going to have to block it, period, yeah. point blank. You're just going to have to do that because I'm coming inside to score. And he was a big reason why they had that run in that third as well, man. He definitely helped with that. So shout out to Ayo he, for the He game did today. have four turnovers tonight. Mm-hmm. We talked about the Bulls having a turnover issue across the board tonight. Um, but, you know, and some of that I think was maybe Ayo being – just a half a step ahead of knowing what he was doing mm. on some of those possessions. Mm. Um, but, you know, you love to see that aggression from him. I feel like Ayo is one of the few guys on this team who recognizes when they have advantageous opportunities in mm. transition. Mm. Nice work. There was one or two moments tonight when somebody on the Grizzlies was flying out of bounds way past the baseline, yeah. and taking their sweet-ass time to get up. Yes. And the Bulls had five-on-four opportunities. Yes. And we're like, la di da di da I'm just going to dribble slowly up. No, Io sees those moments, and he's like, I'm gone. Gone, period. And I love that. Yeah. Sometimes with Io, because he's a young guard, mm-hmm. recognizing and trying to seize those opportunities, you'll have, you'll have a turnover or two. Sure. That's okay. I, you know, just wanted to, to make a point of those, but for the most part, I'm with you. I loved what we saw from Io tonight. Mm-hmm. He's so good at putting pressure on the rim in early offense, mm-hmm. to your point. And I, I kind of asked Billy about this the other day. Flex. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's sort of by design where they have these pl- – it's not like a play so much, but when he sees Vooch is popping out to the corner um, or to the top of the key and his man comes with him, I would just like attacks – as soon as the guy steps mm-hmm. from even like just inside half court. And he just uses those opportunities. As soon as Vooch pulls the guy away, he's got that opening. And he's just really good at like pointing them out and recognizing when they're there yeah. and, and just going for it. And that, that's a dynamic that the Bulls don't really have when they're just like Damar or Zach is bringing the ball up slowly and they're getting into their set. So yeah. I think it's a really cool change of pace and something that, you know, he was only, I think six of 14 tonight, but like the way that, he collapses the defense. We saw early on. I mean, six assists, too. It just it opens up the offense. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Could you go back to that comment, Will, with William Peterson? Because I was just reading here. I uh, just joined after watching the replay. Zach can't be a ball-dominant can't be a ball dominant guard this much. And when the Bulls signed him, I don't think they signed him to do that. With injuries, Zach is forced, is forced to, which sucks. I disagree with that final sentence. He, he's not really forced to being a ball-dominant guard. Because, again, our king of the game was Nikola Vucevic, who was balling out. He could easily get him the basketball. He chose to be that. You know, he, cho- he chooses to force it, you know what I mean, especially in that fourth quarter. That's kind of been his MO, like we talked about before, like his whole career here. When things are going bad, he will make them go worse for himself by forcing things. That's when travels start happening for him. That's when turnovers yeah. start happening for him. That's when bad shots start happening for him. But he keeps doing it. 
That's been who he's been since he's been here. So it's not like he's, he's being forced to be that guy. They had a guy that was being that guy, and, and that was Vooch. He was being that dude. Get him the basketball and then play around him like that. When you saw Zach in his threes, was it not a catch and shoot? Am mm-hmm. I crazy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I think it was a catch and shoot. Mm-hmm. So He's so he freaking good at that. that. Yes, he is really good at that. And it was so an assist from that. Io when, when it happened. But, yeah, man, he's he's forced – he's putting I mean, himself in that position because he's thinking, uh, I'm the man, I got to do it, I got to do it, I got to do it. And, you, and it doesn't have to be that way. Speaking of Zach's elite level of catch and shoot, love Dave in the comments, putting it another way, mm-hmm. Zach's role should be Clay Thompson, not Steph Curry. Mm. Mm. Zach could be Been a very damn good mm. Clay Thompson role Yeah, on a good NBA team. Yeah. On a great team. Yeah, on he a would great be team. a monster. He An absolute at monster. at times feels the need, whether it's pressure he's putting on himself or, what, or whatever else, mm-hmm. he feels at times the need to be Steph. Yeah. And he ain't Steph. Yeah, and it, and it's not needed for him to be right. You know what I mean, and that's the issue. Like, go ahead. I'm sorry. And well, when the Bulls were playing their best tonight in quarters two and three, mm-hmm. he was not right playing hero ball. He was not. They were passing the ball and getting it to Booch, and, 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 and he was still contributing yes. in those moments of the game when they were making their runs. Yes, but within the flow, within the flow, just go with the flow, Zach. And he was getting it because he was getting to the foul line. Because nobody else was really getting to the foul line. And hitting shots in rhythm. Yes. In rhythm. Yes. So he had his opportunities to. And again, his free throw shooting was shockingly bad. I'm not used to seeing him shoot like that, man. I don't know what was going on with him tonight as far as that is concerned. But that's got to change. And and when he was catching fire from deep. Yeah. And, you know, he had a couple of threes that he had a couple of long twos, like toe on the line. Toe on the line stuff, yeah. He was in between those going to the free throw line. He's still missing. It's like, dude, how are you missing your free throws when you're hitting those? Yeah. What? It it was weird. It was very weird, man. But I just don't like it when he he puts it on himself and it's not necessary for him to. Sometimes it is, you know what I mean, for a player to put it on themselves and will their team to a victory. Yeah. But this wasn't one of those games, Will. Like, it was clearly going Vooch's way and then you can share the ball and find your offense through that. This is hyperbolic, but we saw that play where Andre Drummond had the steal and the Euro step and airball layup. If you missed it, you'll see it on Shaq and the Fool tomorrow Thursday, I promise you. And there the reason ESPN I, alert on it. <laughs> it's going down. The reason why I really want to emphasize that this is hyperbole mm-hmm. is because it seems kind of like Zach has those moments too, where after the game yesterday, God, it feels like it was two weeks ago. Yep. Uh, after the game yesterday, Billy Donovan's first thing about Drummond was he played within his lane. Yeah. He did what he is really good at. He did not do more than that. Mm-hmm. And he had 21 points and 15 rebounds. Sure. And as soon as he starts to play outside his lane, he does stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I think, again, hyperbole, but it's a similar scenario to when Zach tries to do stuff that's outside of his ability or outside correct. of his lane. Correct, correct. Just too much. And, I mean, Stacey King called it out on the broadcast. Mm-hmm. Zach's doing too much right now. Yeah. And he is so – get back to the Stephen Clay comment. Like, he is so good at doing the things that he's really good at. And that's why he needs a guy like DeMar and a guy like Vooch next to him. And in theory, that works really well. But for whatever reason, we just haven't seen that together enough consistently for 48 minutes for more than three games at a time. Mm-hmm. And when it goes bad, that's that's what it looks like. Yeah, agreed. Uh We've still got plenty of Super Chats to get to. We will do that next. Uh, just yeah. real quick. Gary in comments. No. I swear to God, the next Bulls fan that <laughs> asked me if we can bring Mark Jackson in to coach this team <laughs> is going to get a hat to the dome just like I hit one of our lights right here. I've been waiting on that to happen since these lights got put in, man. I was like, it's going to happen. He's going to hit one of them, man. These nice. Big. Yeah. You're not feeling them? No, they're great. They're bright. <laughs> Why are you squinting? They're, yeah. no, they're, they're not as harsh they're and painful as the harsh. old lights. They're not. But they're like enormous. Them. They're just big. Also not as harsh and painful as the idea of hiring Mark Jackson. <laughs> and another. Don't hit Joey either, please. I'm not going to hit Joey. All right. Would never dream of it. Okay. Uh, Except that one time. Just right, another. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't even kidding. <laughs> Wasn't even kidding. I don't even oh, man. I, I am very sorry to say that I don't specifically recall that happening. Of course, Joey uh, remembers what, the you por- hit him. The Portillos? 
That's what I. Oh, okay. oh that's, so I'm talking about hats. No, no, no. Right, that's what hats. I was saying. I was saying a couple nights ago, you know, no, Bulls the boss, Portillo's, you know, you might have been throwing hats over this way. No, 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 no. But, you know, that. forget that I elaborated because you guys like the joke better originally. So. Oh, no, no, I'm just, I'm just saying the truth. I'm just saying if he hits you with a hat, I don't, I don't want him to hit you with a hat, period, point. Yeah, point. no, I'll be, yeah, you we'll be all right. You just that to yourself, Joey, because I was, it's been a few days and I've been working towards forgetting what you did to me in that whole Portillo's debacle, and now you just reminded me. It's <sighs> my fault. Although. Jetty's bad. <laughs> I got I got to give Young Joseph credit. Okay, was it tonight or last night when he was like, "Hey, I'm ordering food." He did do that last awesome. night. Yes, yeah. he did. Yeah, he did that last go. night. See? He's Absolutely. learning. I did that tonight. Oh, wait, wait, hold like, on. Wait, this this one's funny to me because we've got we've got Eric Cush. So he likes to come in and make a bunch of negative comments. But you know, here's what I want to say. Thanks for watching. You were here last night as well. You've been here a bunch. So hello. hello. Appreciate your. Uh, I think it, Steve was telling me earlier. Once you watch for 30 seconds, it counts as a view. So we will take that. Appreciate seconds. you, man. Appreciate it. Out. Yeah. Thank you. Exactly. Thanks for hanging oh, out. Oh, yes. I definitely want to listen to a podcast hosted by Mark Jackson. I don't want him coaching, but I'll listen to him. He's entertaining. He entertains me with uh, that man Gundy. Hand down, man down. Mama. It goes that man. What does that mean? Easy. Hand <laughs> down, man down. He's been getting away with that catchphrase you, for years. You drop your hand, it's over for you. That's okay. what it means. Hand down, mm -hmm. man down. Yeah, Buckets. That's stretch. what it means, man. Stretch. It's not uh, a stretch. <laughs> you know it's not a stretch. Investing in becoming a CHGO diehard member. Oh, that's man. not a stretch. <laughs> okay. All sorts of perks including the best of the best content that we have to offer, including some of that incredible sports writing, not just from our guy, Will to Go Golly, but all of our credentialed reporters and journalists that is still <laughs> some of it behind that paywall. Plus, you get incredible deals and discounts on not only every time you shop at the CHGO Merch Locker, all of our public events that we do, hanging out with our fellow Chicago sports fans, mm -hmm. including... Stuff like the Blackhawks takeover that's happened at the UC later this week. Yeah, yeah. All of the Bears tailgates that we did this past season, the Bears tailgates that we're going to do next football season. Mm -hmm. We're going to do at least one more Bulls takeover at the UC before mm -hmm. this season mm -hmm. is through. You get discounts on all those ticket packages as well. Ooh, and it might be a something special for the Bears coming up, too. Might be a something might special. Something special. Might be a little thing. Maybe a little draft a little night party. Something right there. A little, a little draft bit. night party. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Work wheel. <laughs> Plus, some merch that's only available to diehard members, including that dope diehard hoodie. Yes. The zippy hoodie. Yes. That I love. It is ill. And when you become a diehard, you get one article from that CHO merch locker for free. Thank you, Mr. Take Peterson. Your pick. Yes. Take your pick. Take More your likes. pick. And get them likes. You get see Joey likes asking and get for that diehard membership. Yeah. You Go know ahead, what? Joey, Maybe it. one day we just do the show. We get to the third segment, we say, we're not we're not going anymore until we get to 100 likes. You know, we're at 50 we're right now. Talking. We're just going to sit here. So the Blackhawks guys do it, where they do the extra lottery spins on their show. And they they say, you know, if we get to 100 likes tonight, mm -hmm. we'll do another spin. And then they, they roll it over. They're like, oh, we got 100 likes on the last two shows. We got two extra spins. So I like that. I think, you know, they've found a good way to incorporate it into the show. You know, we'll think of a way maybe we can reward our viewers. Mm -hmm. Maybe we have like a big mega hat or something and, you know, Pat Ooh, throws it. Pick what hat Matt throws next. Right, or like, you know, there's like a large <laughs> hat. A big hat. Like a, a big, right, like one of those huge hats. Reward. And it says so 200 likes on it, and then Matt throws it when it we hit 200 almost likes. as bad as a Trump NFT as far as the <laughs> shittiness level of Better rewards to bribe people. We're going to get, get to all the Super Chats in a second, but I, I, I just want to throw that out there. Well, we like when you give us the super chats too, Bulls uh, Therapy. Appreciate you, yes, sir. Yes, yes. But I know we, we do we have another another ad read to hit or no? No, we're good. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're good, bro. Can we do the Roman one again? Oh, you ain't ready. You ain't ready. <laughs> Don't worry. It's coming back. It's coming back. But be Roman ready when you do it. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Oh, I have one, not. One read is all it takes. Oh, I never, even, I never even put the Bulls <laughs> Therapy's chat up. One read That's is four bad. times. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Super chats. Let's super go. Super chats. The Duke. The Duke. The go Duke says, my nephew's freshman basketball team has a better three-point percentage than the Bulls do. Well, if his nephew's team shoots better than 20% tonight, <laughs> he is correct. <laughs> AK. Oh, God. Drummond is a point guard? He is not. He is not a point guard. A Euro step. Yes. Woo. That's your point guard. Great <laughs> Drummond. <laughs> McBaconator. He's a diehard. He says, 14 points. That's just pathetic. The loss is whatever, but two 14-point quarters yeah. is pathetic. It, it was it was jarring when the Bulls were held to 14 points in the first quarter. Yeah. 
Then it happened again it in happened the fourth again. quarter. Yes. That was more jarring, especially after what you showcased in the third. That's what made it more jarring. And you kind of saw it happen. Like, you, you, you read the story. You know, like you said, when it was about five minutes left, you were like, yep. <laughs> we, we see what's happening here. We know Denzel. the playbook. Yeah, That's the whole point. We, we know, know the playbook. Mm-hmm. We've seen the movie. Mm-hmm. We know what's going Yeah. 26 plus 28 times. Mm. Seen it so many times. How's the Lakers game going, though, Will? Uh, LeBron has 20 points. Oh. 10 seconds before halftime. Mm-mm. Oh, he's on pace. Look at Tubbs. He's on what, pace. Well, actually, away? no, I guess he's like right on 18 would be on pace. So, yeah, he's, he's, 16, right, he's right there. 16 away. Yeah. 16 away, man. Continuing forward with the Super Chats. The TWW podcast says, it's actually the first one that came in tonight. He said, just wanted to say, I hate this team. All right. That's it. Thumbs up. Hate is a strong word. Hate is very, Mm. very strong. Let the the hate flow through you. Good. Just like we said to Eric, thanks for watching. Yes. (laughs) Appreciate you. Bulls therapy. That's my bad. I skipped this one earlier. It says, the longer the Bulls wait, the larger the difference in value between Zach Levine and Cam Thomas. Man. Anyone else scared to play Cam Thomas in a couple days? <laughs> the Brooklyn Cam Thomases. Three straight games of 40 plus. plus. Three straight games of 40 plus. No one points. knew who that dude was until a week ago. They Lin didn't Sanity know who he too. was. Until a week ago. They never understood, Will. They never understood. Linsanity 2. Man, I was just thinking that. Dude, I was just thinking the same thing. I was just, man, that, I love what we're here. Two Lin, wow. two Sanity. Two Lin. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. That was bad. Sorry. Don't apologize. That's her. Oh Yo, don't you God. apologize for greatness. Yes, sir. Too late to sanity. This one came in oh after uh, <laughs> after Big Dave's Roman read. The Duke says, will the pills help me forget that I am a Bulls fan? No, but Ooh. they will help you. That would be great. They'll help you in other ways. Yes. A, a love pill that also serves as a memory-killing pill. Mm. I don't need that. No? No, man, because I remember the six titles. Don't, you don't you can enjoy your romance in the evening <laughs> and then fall asleep forgetting that the Bulls let you down. What if you? That's what if, a perfect evening. That would Some allow good you, lovemaking and uh, forgetting that the Bulls broke your heart. <laughs> but I don't know. That might have added to your lovemaking. Who knows? You might have been a little more physical because you were upset and angry. Uh, I put a little more on that. The only Bulls player who routinely makes me feel a little bit randy Uh watching him play basketball sat out tonight, and that is DeMar DeRozan. A little bit randy. Some of his mid-range game and footworks. Hey, yo. Randy. (laughs) Hey, yo. Randy. I'm I'm just being honest. There have been a few times where DeMar makes a move so delicious that I'm like, oh, So delicious. Mike's going to go home and pour himself a glass of red wine tonight. Loudy. Learn a lot about Peck. (laughs) Don't think I wanted to learn this, but, you know, he's Roman ready. (laughs) Don't shame me. Don't shame me, Dave. I'm not shaming you. Not shaming you, sir. As long as you're Roman ready, you know what I'm saying? Do your thing. Last super chat from AK. He says, Bulls Buyers works for Reinsdorf. Tickets already sold for the season. Maybe marginal buyout market. Okay. Right I'm, a, I'm a little confused. <laughs> Don't I'm confused by the wording right. of that. Yeah, just the wording. Yeah. Bulls buyers work, work for Reinsdorf. Yeah. Are you, are, is he trying to say that being buyers would work for Reinsdorf? Maybe that, was, maybe that went back to my snarky comment about owners buying Randy. things when Dave was talking about how to improve this team. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm looking at Jelly said Devo Libido. <laughs> it's pretty damn good. I like that. Well done, sir. I like that. I like that. Well done. <laughs> that is good. What man. else we got, Joseph? That's it. That's okay. it. We covered all the super chats. That's it. Yeah, Wonderful. That's it. All right. If you guys got any more between now and then, please send them in. We will definitely uh, be reading those bad boys right there. That's right. Uh, that's true. We will be. Also, doing that. the other thing, like no bench help, <laughs> you know, what I mean? from from the Bulls tonight. I mentioned the bench's three point shooting. Yeah, you did, um, but just one of eleven all around. Um, I would say outside of you know probably rebounding, they did it. But Dragic, man, I mean, he had a tough one. Fourteen minutes, no points, no rebounds, one assist, one steal. Man, just zero for four, zero for three from the three point line. Had a bad travel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my wow. gosh. Yes. Yes. Really bad travel, man. Like, yeah, he he had a tough night and. I think it was one of those nights where you kind of needed the point guardsmanship 
And so I don't think he could. You could afford to have him not have have these kind of nights, man. It definitely hurt the uh, team, especially in that that second unit, man. And Kobe, who I thought played solid defensively again, but the shooting was not on point, especially in that fourth quarter. He had become he had discovered something in that fourth quarter these past, you know, what I'm saying, however many games yeah. where he'll hit a couple big threes for the Bulls to either get them started or to move the lead forward, you know, but. He could not get it going. After that one and one he had, where, as I talked to you before, Matt, um, about Kobe White on the pregame, I wanted to see – oh, I'm sorry, on the postgame yesterday, I wanted to see him do that more because he's 6'5 and, you know, just has a real sturdy frame. I think he can get to the bucket and take contact and score. I want to see him do more of that, so I was very happy to see that. But the shooting, though, like, that we've become accustomed to, it just wasn't there for him today, man. He couldn't hit those threes for him. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's an up-and-down road with Kobe, sure. as it always has been and probably will continue to be. But I think the general trend is in the right direction. Mm-hmm. One for eight shooting, 0 for 5 on threes. Oof, like, tough. Just, just a tough night. But yeah. it was kind of a tough night for everyone. It's yeah. true. true. We were talking yesterday about how Kobe, in part of his development this season, seems to be that when he has an off-shooting night, he can still influence the game in positive ways mm-hmm. in other ways. Mm-hmm. Tonight, it didn't seem like that. It was like mm. he was 0-5 from three. And he kind of had a dud game. He did have that one great charge that he took. Mm-hmm. He played some okay defense, but I felt like tonight, offensively speaking, the three wasn't falling, but not a whole much else. You know, not a whole lot else was going for him either. Yeah. Which you know, you'll you'll everybody's allowed to have a bad game here or there. Sure. If there's sure. anyone I'm not upset with tonight. It's Kobe White. Yeah. Because that not- dude has been trying hard and balling hard for a while now. Absolutely true, man. Like it's hard to be upset at him and. I, again, I just like the fact he's taking the shots. Right. Something I, you know, been yelling at several players to do. I mean, you know, like Patrick Williams. And I was going to say, shots. speaking of which, yeah. we haven't even said Patrick Williams' name yet. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he had 10 shots, but he was getting worked. You know, he definitely got worked by Jaron Jackson Jr. As expected to, Jaron Jackson Jr. is really, really damn awesome. Again, I talked about his blocks in the pregame and what he does at home, man. And he held, held Pat to that. But nine points, five rebounds. Uh, two assists and a steal. He did have the dunk, you know what I'm saying, over Jaron Jackson Jr., which was awesome to see. That was good. But, again, 0 of 3 from the three-point line. It feels like that's the tagline tonight. Everybody who we talk about and go down, we go directly to the three-point shooting. 20%. Yeah, man. Like, Vooch should not be your leader. Like, it reminds me of the playoff games uh, against uh, the Bucks. Their best three-point shooter was Vooch in those games. He took your highest volume, and he hit the most. It's not a recipe for winning, (laughs) especially when you're playing these elite teams out here like this, man. Like, somebody else has to come with him. Who's coming with me? Somebody's got to go with him out here, man. He can't be alone like that. But, but yeah, man, Pat, Pat. Yeah, back to Patrick for a second. Um, Nine points on ten shots is, like, basically to be an efficient scorer, what you want to have is more points than field goal attempts. Mm -hmm. And Patrick rarely gets there. And the way you get there is by hitting a lot of threes and by making a lot of free throws. And so one of the things that he's been working on that Billy and Damar and Zach have been working on with him is ways to get to the foul line more. Mm -hmm. And it just seems like he got overwhelmed by how long Jaron Jackson was. He got blocked a couple times early. And then he had that one layup where he had an and one, but Mm -hmm. like for the most part, wasn't really going to the basket. Obviously also had that dunk, which was awesome. But it's just... They, there are moments when you have really good defenders out there that he's just not going to be able to take advantage of. Yeah. I'm not expecting, you know, right. five, six, seven free throw attempts per game. Right. But, like, get up to four. Four, yes. Give me four. Give me two trips to the line. Yes, I completely agree with you on that, man. He's he's big enough, and that mean, does, does that mean you want to see him going more to the paint more? Well, a lot of the time you see him attacking closeouts. It's doing that little hesitation to dribble like thing and then raising up like, yeah correct at the elbow like yeah. you're not going to get fouls that way unless you're demar hitting him with like the four pump yeah. fakes i'm or just gonna Kawhi. keep doing this yeah. <laughs> uh he needs to go all the way to the basket and when he gets there you know he had that one early on where the ball just like kind of flew out of his hands yeah he was, like, trying to cup it yeah. with his wrist like dude yeah, yeah. the crazy. biggest hands in the nba like, yeah that was calm crazy. The ball. seriously um yeah. or he gets oh. blocked or whatever it is like he's got to learn how to use his body to absorb contact but also protect the ball so that it so that he's still able to get a shot up mm-hmm. through contact. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like the next step for him. We've seen a lot of growth in the form of, you know, attacking closeouts in general, 
shooting threes. He's up over 40% this year. Mm-hmm. Defense has gotten better. Games where rebounding is good, games where not. But, like, I think that's that's how you become an efficient scorer in this league. Mm-hmm. And he's mentioned to me several times, like, that is the next step for him. Mm-hmm. And I, I think this was a night where they didn't have DeMar. Facts. They needed somebody to generate offense. That's how you, that's how you get it done. Mm-hmm. I agree. Our guy AK said at least Tony Bradley didn't get carried out of the club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, take your wins. Take Lick them your where wounds, they are, Take man. your wins where you can get them. Oh, man. Bulls could not take their win tonight. They lose to the Grizzlies. Yeah. 26 and 28. Yeah. As we are less than two days from the NBA trade deadline. Oh, buddy. Uh, Dave and I chilling off tomorrow. Will, you and Mark... Oh. Got some HQ action coming out of our viewers and listeners tomorrow afternoon. HQ? Did you hear my name, my new name for your show? No. I heard it. Did you hear it? You hear it? The Goat and the Bloke. <laughs> Come on, Goat Will. and the Bloke. Give it to me. Goat I like and the it. Bloke. Give it to me. I like, I like it. it. Come on, baby. I like that. We'll get clearance <laughs> from Mark, get his approval as well. Uh, and then after we get uh, like an it. HQ Thanks, for sir. you guys tomorrow, once again, Thursday, Deadline day, 1 p.m. Chicago time, which is one hour prior to that 2 p.m. Central time deadline. We will be here live talking about moves, lack of moves. Lack of moves. All kinds of moves and lacks of moves. Hats. Before, <laughs> before we sign off, thrown. can I ask you guys a question, DraftKings style? No. Oh, okay. Over under 0.5 incoming players to the Bulls roster. At the trade deadline. Over under 0.5 players. Will they have a new player entering the team? Oh. I'm going to go under. I'll go over. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go over. Over? I'm going to say over. over. One small fringe move. Yeah. And just somebody that they'll have to take back, you know, for whoever they're shipping off. What about outgoing players? Over under 0.5. Same thing? I'll take the over. I'll take the over. You kind of need a... Yeah. Outgoing player, if you're gonna have an income, <laughs> yeah, that's the whole that's the idea. <laughs> I mean, there could be a two for one. There could right. be sure, a, sure. a draft pick goes out for. Right. But you're right. not saying net out like just somebody. Will I there think, be a new player on the Bulls? Yeah, roster? I think so. Yeah. Okay, I think so. In the chat, write down your thoughts. Over mm-hmm. under point five. I'm preparing myself for a big old goose egg of Bulls activity <laughs> on deadline day or between now and deadline day. Just preparing. For that punch to hit me in the face. <laughs> Send me some fake tr- fake trades on Twitter. Oh, and Dave, it is, it is British and Australian, sir. You get cultured. <laughs> it is both, my friend. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Handle your business. Yeah, and there, Lebowski. And there he is. We say bloke all the time. Yeah, bro. Don't disrespect this shirt, Lebowski. You know, Maybe if, you if you're gonna if you're gonna have the name, come on now, come correct. But we love you. Love we love you, love Dave. Of the show <laughs> the show title. We love you, love Dave. Yeah, look there. Look, Mark's saying we say bloke all the time here in yeah. Australia. Oh, I know. <laughs> I Hello. wouldn't have mentioned it if he didn't, sir. Come on. Right. Come we on, got baby. a five, got, got a confirmation. two, a four, hey. an over. Hey, you know what else we got? What we got? We got 207 people watching. Okay. We only Give got 76 likes. Oh. We won't end the stream until we're at 80 likes, mm. all right? I will keep you here till four. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Shout we, out to Meadows. We will end the stream because I will but keep I, you here <laughs> all let's night. Get to, let's get to eighty likes. Four. Eighty. Four. eighty. Oh, come on, seventy-seven. Come on. <laughs> that was a great scene. Seventy-nine. <laughs> oh hell no! I did not leave the south side for this. <laughs> come on. Who's gonna um, be magic number eighty? Oh, draft good. picks for Cam Thomas. Oh 81, God. let's go. Hey, there there go. Yeah, Thank you, Bulls Nation. Hit that thumbs up if you haven't yet. Know. Let's get to 100, why not? We appreciate y'all. Uh, appreciate you for subscribing as well. Keep um, it moving. Keep it moving. Flip it over to the other portion of CHGO Sports, which is still rolling. It's Blackhawks over there in Studio B. They're wrapping hey. up their postgame. Blackhawks got a big tank win tonight. Yeah. A.K.A. a loss tonight. Awesome. Against Anaheim. Awesome. Clinging to that top lottery spot, <laughs> baby. <laughs> oh, no. Tight. All right, y'all. Tight. Dave, um, hey, use the Barry White voice to request more likes. Ooh. <laughs> Listen was- up, y'all. Y'all know y'all love us. Now show us that you like us and hit that thumbs up. And give us more likes, because guys, in the words of the Big Hurt, she'll like it too. <laughs> You're like, look at Joey. I'm from Joey too. I'm from Joey. Up to 93. Let's get to 100, Come guys. on, Joey. Look what I just 95. did. 95. I got him up there. We're so, almost there. Come on, Joey. I'll Five more down. likes. It was just really impressive, like, copyright on that on that ad that you just read with the 
you know, we know you love us, but we want to see that you like us too. Thank that you very was much, impressive. Joe. Thank you very much, you Joe. You could be a professional. I told I, Dave I somewhere shortly after tip-off, I was Somebody like, oh, by the way, we, for Al Green. <laughs> we, got a, we got a new ad starting tonight, and it's uh, and it's Roman, you know, just in case you want to give that ad copy a once over because, you know, of what the product <laughs> is. And Dave's like, I got it. <laughs> True story. True story, folks. Winging it. Yeah. Uh, all 98. right. Yeah, 98. 98. Ooh, there we go. Can we get two more? Can we get two As more we before we get off. out of here? Sign us off. Follow Joey at Joey's Path. This Will us underscore Gottlieb. Play us out. Big Dave is at Bow. AWL Sports. I'm Bulls underscore Peck. We are CHGO. Give Joey his two breaks. Bulls. Keep an eye out for that Bulls HQ episode tomorrow. HQ. We'll be back for a trade deadline special Thursday yeah. afternoon yeah. before Bulls pre and post Thursday night. Yes. Taking on the Kyrie-less Brooklyn Nets. One or two likes. One two. two. We did it, guys. Cam Thomas. Sanity. Well done. Brooklyn Cam Talk Thomas. to you soon. Appreciate you. Love you, Bulls Nation. See you. Red be good. Peace.